Hey, I'm Matt Hutchins, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. And you? I'm doing good. I see you are in short sleeves, and I am in uh, long sleeves. We're seeing there must be a, the weather line might be right between us. I think so. Nice and. What would you say it's going to be down there? Like 80 or something? It'd be 80 today here in sunny Jacksonville, Florida. So. Well, well we might get up to 70, but uh, uh, it was in the 40s this morning, so I'm still a little, a little chilly. All right, episode 101, get more clients with offline funnels. Episode 101, we did episode 100 last week. Episode 101, get more clients with offline funnels. So I thought that'd be fun for us to chat about today. So um, let's like briefly discuss something you've done. Um, so uh, you recently had a speaking engagement. Tell us a little bit about that. Maybe not all the intimate details of any clients that you acquired, but let's... Yeah, yeah. Well, let's back up and say, so who would this be for? This could be for professional service providers, all right? So we could say- Attorneys, lawyers, accountants. Lawyers, accountants, like divorce lawyer, estate planning lawyer, an accountant, financial advisors, insurance agents, chiropractors, business broker, physical therapy, right? All those are type professional service type providers. I just wrote down a list. Uh, yeah, so I even, had to speak- Even a high-end veterinarian who like takes care of thoroughbred horses, I mean, could use something like this. You know, there's all Absolutely. sorts of- it, A vet would be a great one. Dentists, another good one. A dentist could give a little talk, right? Um, sure. I deal with a lot of dentists. So, so like I said, chiropractors, I go to chiropractors all the time. All right, so you know, I had a speaking engagement and, and uh, I was at a, a chamber of commerce, but Let's talk about it's a speaking engagement. It could have been anywhere, a BNI group, business networking group. It could have been an association. Maybe you're speaking to a bunch of uh, other professionals, other lawyers, other uh, accountants, other insurance people. It could have been uh, association. It could be an invite to a restaurant. You could, in, like as, a, as an agent, uh, insurance agent or a investment advisor, you can invite people, come to this restaurant and I'm going to do a- Right. I don't want to call it a dog and pony show. I'm going no, to do a presentation. And the way you view this is it's kind of the word of mouth on steroids, right? Everybody says, how do you get referrals? Well, I get them from word of mouth. I get them from word of mouth by get my friends or my clients and some other uh, centers of influence send me clients, right? So this is almost a more formalized in the process. So we talk about giving uh, a, a talk, a speech uh, on a topic, whatever might be timely or interesting or of value. You know, you and I are always talking about giving value to people. So we give a little speech on value, uh, but we always have to have a call to action at the end. So you and I are big on that with any type of direct marketing, with any type of marketing, we need a call to action at the end. And so I was following more a, a Dean Jackson model, which were at the end of the talk, here are three ways that, that I can help you. Okay. So yep. my three ways that I could help you was I actually have the book, you know, that 10K business breakthroughs, how I can find $10,000 in any business owner. It's over there somewhere. I was just uh, looking for it. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I should, I should have it up in my background. So I've got a book, how I can find any business owner 10K. Actually now it's getting to be like hundred K and any without spending a dollar more to advertise. Okay. So I had a book that I could give them a copy of. I had, I did a, I offer a 15 minute, ask me anything session. Right, so you can ask me any question, marketing related, business related, that I can help you with, 15 minute session. And then you and I have talked about in the past, I have this uh, profit acceleration session, where that's where we can find the $100,000 and kind of put together a roadmap for how to find that in your business. So at we, the end of the speech. Oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, so at the end of the speech, you, have, you make sure you have the call to action. I talked about each one of those throughout the speech, but at the end, you're making the offer, the call to action, three ways I can help you. Get the book, read it. It's got great advice. We talked about chapter two during my speech today. Uh, number two, 
uh, happy because you're a member of XYZ, right? Because you're here today, right? You make them feel special because you're here today. I'm offering a free 15 minute Ask Me Anything session about business, marketing, growing, generating leads. And then the third way would be to schedule a full-fledged profit acceleration session, which takes somewhere around 45 minutes to an hour where we find $100,000 in, in your business without spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing. So I wanted to pause um, to kind of, I guess you'd say, look at the, the, the scenario here. So what happens when you're this speaker? So what's the, what's the best way to get people to buy from you is they have to trust you. Okay. So, right. um, and the, the best way to make somebody trust you without having to sell to them with that is, is to position yourself as an expert. And yes. the, and the, just the fact that you're in front of the audience, regardless of the audience size, the person in front of the audience, if the content is worth listening to, of course, um, is the expert. And if you're the expert, when the expert then at the end um, gives an offer, people, if they trust what, what you said, like the content was good, they're more inclined to say, I need Matt's help. So, so this, this type of funnel, this offline funnel, if you want to call it that, positions you as an expert in the beginning, which elevates trust. And that's the most important thing. If you're talking high ticket items, I mean, you could be a... Um, well, here's another great example. Was going right on that, elevating trust. I was just thinking about my builder friend. I have one of my builder friends in particular, and, but I have several that I work with. Go talk to real estate agents. And, and, and your talk could be, because real estate agents every Tuesday have a, you know, they have the meeting in the office on Tuesdays. Patty used to be a real estate agent. And every Tuesday they have their group meeting, right? So you could be a builder talking to real estate agents, right? And it would be how to choose a builder, right? Three ways five ways to know you're picking a good builder, right? Um, and that could be your talk to real estate agents. And, and of course your end goal would be, maybe you have a little white paper. What will your call to action be? Hey, I got a little white paper on, you know, the speech here today, five ways to choose a good builder to build your home. Um, plus I could have a 15 minute session, plus I could have a, you know, free design session. But a builder could talk to real estate agents about how to choose a builder, right? what makes the best house, right? I used to have a cabinet guy, you and I talked about this before, what makes the best cabinets, kitchen cabinets, right? That's educating people, right? Yeah. And the real estate agent actually could do the same thing with homeowners, invite homeowners in how to sell your house in 60 days. And then they have this thing and, and their call to action could be at the end. Um, I'll give you a free consultation in your home on the, what you can do to sell your house. Of course, what are, what are you going to get with that listings? I mean, so anybody can use this offline funnel, but again, it's putting you in front of the audience and position you as the expert to start with. This is, this is really good if you're a, um, a high ticket item person. This is probably not the person who's trying to sell um, a $39 uh, widget you know, whatever right, it is. This right, is really right. for high ticket items. Um, and when I say high ticket, I mean, 5,000, 10,000, you know, and up, uh, because you really do need to position yourself in the people who are going to say, I, Hey, Hey, Matt, can, can I sign up for your 15 minute session? Those are people who are basically saying, they I raise I, their hands. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested. And so now they're telling you, I want to know more. So yes. that's, um, so yes. that's how the, the start of the offline funnel works. Then let's talk about how once you move them through the process a little bit, 
um, how to close this whole whole thing, how to get them up. You know, you can. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and that would be great. So, so in in my example would be um, that fifteen minute session. In the fifteen minute session, you're trying to identify problems. Where are they today, and where do they want to be, and what are the roadblocks in the way? That's a simple way that I view things. Where are they today? Where do they want to be? And what are the roadblocks? So the roadblocks are the problems, the issues, the struggles they're having, right? And do you have a solution that would help with those problems, those struggles, uh, to overcome those obstacles, right? And so during that 15-minute conversation, you're trying to help them and add value, even just the clarity of that, where are you today, where are you trying to be, and what are the roadblocks? Do you have a solution that you can offer? Um, you can give them some help in that call, but really you're trying to get them to the next call, which in my session would be the profit acceleration session where we actually go into a little more detail of here are some things that can help grow your business, right? And so, ultimately in that call is when you really have the opportunity to reveal your value to your client. Because in your case, you're going to show them how to maybe find six figures in their business. That's right, really right. revealing your value. You're not right. giving and, them everything that they need to know. You're, you're showing them the really more, more or less the why, but not the yeah. how. Yeah, we talk about that. Uh, I forget who said it. We show them the what and the why. The how is what our clients pay us for. Yeah. So the what and the why, what you need to do, why you need to do it, uh, what you need to have done, what needs to be done, why it has to be done, why it's important, right? Uh, what are the effects? Um, that's And that's exactly right in that, Again, you try to view this, uh, I just had a conversation with a, a client uh, earlier in the day and we talked about their, it was an online ad, but the same kind of point would be, nobody wants to call you and, and, and schedule a call with you unless they know you, like you, trust you, which you just said. Now you're getting that through these speaking engagements or you, know, you could cheat and say, let's do them on Zoom because I know we're getting locked down light again. But they know I can trust you. So the first step is, and you, you know the expert, that the lead magnet, right? And that you want them to know, like, and trust you by seeing you present, by reading a blog post, by reading an article, by reading or downloading your lead magnet, your 10 ways to, you know, five weekend projects to increase the value of your house. That would be a great one for a real estate agent, right? Yeah. But again, the more information you're educating, remember we talked about the buyer's journey. Where are they today? Where are they trying to get to? What are in the way? If you're helping them on that journey, you are gaining their trust, right? Oh, I think this guy is, is good. I've talked to people like this before, but they didn't have concrete examples or concrete evidence. This person does. So you're, you're gaining the credibility. So one thing about the lead magnet is in the lead magnet, you're actually revealing, in some cases, your entire how. So, I mean, I'll use, I'll use a, I mean, I always have books on, yeah, on my yeah. On my desk, okay. You got Russell Brunson, Expert Secrets. You got Jeff Walker, Launch. You got Chet Holmes, Ultimate um, Sales Machine. Now, what did they do when they wrote those books? They revealed their how. Now, what they so somehow you got to them as the expert. You believe they're the expert. You you got their lead magnet. That's what most most of the time. That's what books are used for. So in your case, you spoke in front of them. They received your lead magnet. That's a lot of your how, but when they get to the end of it, a lot of times they don't even read the whole lead magnet, of course, but right. they get to the end of it, they go, yeah, but that seems complicated. Maybe I'll go get the help of the person who now I know is the absolute expert in this field, in your field, whatever that field is. And so now I know that that's the expert. And I know Matt, cause I was in that, I was in that session and there was eight people there 
and it was kind of an intimate group. So I felt like I built a little bit of a relationship there. So I don't, I'm not afraid to go talk to men. That's the other thing with, with, if you have a, a group where you're speaking in front, a smaller group initially, um, you, there's a level of intimacy. Even if you notice Tony Robbins, he will do, he'll get in front of a group of thousands of people, but he'll build, he'll build some direct connections with people in the audience. And man, they feel like they, they're, they know Tony now. And so they, they're more inclined to ready to cut that $25,000 check or whatever it is. Right, right, right. Because of intimacy. So. No, it's exactly right. And I was just thinking out loud, going back to, so a divorce attorney we used to work with uh, years ago, we put together kind of a, a, a weekend seminar once a month that was kind of divorce 101, right? And so again, if you might have somebody who's interested in divorce, they don't want to go to a lawyer or call a lawyer. Oh my gosh, that's way too big of a step. But there's some education we can help, you know, if you're thinking about a divorce. Actually, one of the strategies we used for different was save your marriage, how to save your marriage. Right. And so that was the seminar was how to say, which is the complete opposite message. But during the call to action was, you know, here's five ways to save your marriage. One, two, three, four, five. The call to action would be, you know, here's the white paper. But if you can't save your marriage, call me. Right. And, and it's funny you bring that up. I have a friend who's a mediator and he's okay. in family law. Okay. That was what I, I discussed with him was, Hey, um, why don't you do these group sessions? centered around how to save your marriage yep. and um and then you'll have a group of people that you could even charge a small fee for yep. your for your program on how to separate your assets like yes amicably you know yes. <laughs> yes, exactly right which is what mediators help you do right yeah so right. and of course i mean that the the value there is ultimately one of the parties is going to hire the attorney, because you typically don't know a mediator can actually act as a liaison between both without representing either, um, which is another way of, of practicing law. Of course, I don't, I'm not giving advice on, on legal advice. We don't give legal advice on this show. Uh, but uh, that's the, the point is you, once you're in front of that room and you build a relationship, then there's this trust level and that that trust comes from intimacy i guess you'd call it intimacy is probably the best word i can find intimacy or i would almost say education right so so again the more you help people along that buyer's journey the more they trust you yeah. right i always use a car example i don't call the lexus dealership and say hey i'm thinking of buying a car what do you think i should get right we go and do our research we go to consumer reports and and Edmunds.com and, and whatever, True Value Car or whatever the websites are and Clark Howard and what are, what are the best cars and the best lease deals or purchase deals this month. We start to educate ourselves on the type before we go. And at the very end is when we go with the provider. Hey, I'm going to buy a Lexus from this dealership because I know that car fits me, right? But, but if we help them make the decision, what are the odds that they're gonna go with you are, are, are tremendously high and, and the people that don't go with you, that's great. They weren't going to buy your product to begin with. You know, right? it's, it's funny you say that because when I did buy uh, my wife Lexus, I literally had done the research, just like you said, and yeah. I knew I liked Lexus and I had moved from Mercedes over to Lexus. But um, when it was time to go to the lot, okay, there's only, at that time, there was only one Lexus dealer in Jacksonville. There's actually two now, but the same owner. So, but. <laughs> I went there and the first thing I did said to my sales rep, Don, I've bought two Lexus from Don now. I said, go get your keys and show me your car. 
It was the first words out of my mouth. And he said, why? I said, if you're not driving a Lexus, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's great. And you he said, oh, I, I've got an old one and it's like 15 years old. I said, did you buy it new? He said, yeah. I said, you're driving a 15 year old? I said, yes, let's, let's go look at it. Sure enough, looked at the car. That's he, a great endorsement from him. It's like you said, he drives a Lexus, 15 years old, quality. That's, that's exactly it. So, but at the same time, I did my research before I ever showed up on the lot. And, and that's the research phase is what we're trying to say is when you take your business offline, the research phase is you in front of the group. And it's tremendously more credibility than somebody necessarily just reading something online because they're not just reading online. They're able to read you and, and people do business with people they like, they like and trust, but they, they like you. Hey, he's kind of cool. I like him. Um, even, even we were talking about offline. We were talking before we got on the call about um, even a, a somewhat dry accountant. Um, and I don't mean dry. That's probably the wrong word, but even a, an accountant who's not, who has like a good personality in front of an audience People don't want a flamboyant accountant. They want they want a, a you know a well grounded accountant who has and they they want to like the personality. So even an accountant in front of a group of wealthy individuals, wealthy individuals don't want the accountant who you know who's got the long, uh, you know the long collars and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's just credibility, yeah. But and we'll say that now. So so these are we're talking about speaking engagement, but easily now people are converting this to Zoom. I just read an article this week that talked about. Uh, face-to-face -face versus Zoom versus phone call. And of course, face-to-face -face is always the best. It always has been, always will be. I know we have restrictions or, or we're calling it a lockdown light might be coming. Zoom calls are still better than the phone calls, right? There's some bond, there's a physical bond we have when we can see people, right? Which is why you and I do this Profitability MD on YouTube channel, as well as, uh, so you can see us, as well as the Profitability MD podcast, right? Where you could hear us, right? You're driving your car, you don't have time. But there's it. So everything we're saying can be adapted to the video format we're in now, the Zoom calls, right? The, the webinars, the yeah. educational events, the lunch and learns, right? You make a lunch and learn webinar. But what I was going to mention as we got into this, this actually leads to the whole, um, it goes into the other stuff that we talk about, right? So the drip campaign, the, the, the continued education. So we were talking about your Chet Holmes book that you have right there, which the marketing machine, I think it's what it calls it. Ultimate sales machine, yeah. Ultimate sales machine, right? And one of his things, he has this pyramid and it says, all right, there's only 3% of people are ready to buy today, right? And I think somebody else like Dean Jackson did a study. Okay, what happens to the other 97%? And it's something like some huge number, three quarters of them are gonna buy in the next 18 to 24 months, whatever that topic was they requested information on. So if you request information on a kitchen faucet, you're only 3% of you buying today, but, but the likelihood is, you know, something like 85% of you are going to buy a kitchen faucet in the next year and a half, right? Yep. And so this fits into, all right, so you did your speaking engagement, you did your Zoom education, only 3% are ready to buy right now or make that 15-minute phone call. What we need to do is drip on them with a drip campaign, right? Yes. Which is continual and stay in touch because that other people are going to buy over the next 18 to 24 months. So this just stacks on top of what you and I always talk about. We never try, you and I talk about having one market. This we help solve, right? Hang on, you got to say that again, because right as you you went like this and then broke up. Right. So we talk about the pyramid of this whole thing is market dominated position. You yep. and I say, you've got to have a market dominated position, which is a your, your, your unique, why people want to do business with me and not why it's a no-brainer. 
from that, all these strategies and tactics are fill-ins, but they all build upon each other, right? So whatever you gave a speech on, you could also write a blog post on or write a book on, right? Whatever you wrote the speech on or the blog post can also be the drip campaign that you stay in touch with the people that had interest, right? But all those still have to come back to your main call to action was eventually you're going to have to get on the phone with these people or get in front of these people, right? Yes. Yeah. Get them on a call to close their business. Um, but they all lead back when you're delivering the same message on a consistent basis and, and different tactics, the speeches, the cross sells, the upsells, the, the joint ventures, right? But they all come from the one main strategy. And these are all just tactics to generate your leads, generate business. Yeah. And, and if you're going to, have speaking engagements. If, if you're trying to, let's just say your, your average client is $10,000 to your business. Well, if that's the case, you with, you could add two clients a month for 12 months and you increase your, your sales by $240,000 for the year. Now, if, if you're in front of an audience of six and you do that, once a month for 12 months, your odds of hitting that number go through the roof. Way so, up so the point here is high ticket items. You don't need to be in front of a group of 50 people. Sure, that would be nice, but could you yourself manage all that? Or would you have to hire other people? And, and there's, I think there's a balance somewhere where, where I think you could have a closing ratio that would be higher in a smaller group. I'm not telling you that, that how, you know, I mean, you, some people want to grow fast and they'll hire the people and all that. But if you want to do this without growing pains, you can do it slowly, methodically again. And then those drip campaigns for the, you had six in the group and drip campaigns don't have to be email either. It, once again, you can send something in the mail. It could be a, um, a perfectly logoed coffee cup. Um, and <laughs> Matt, Matt's a, a bulldog, his, his money went. But I'm saying it could be, you send a really nice gift with a little letter, hey, uh, I was just thinking about you, so I sent you some. And and sure, it costs a little money, but if you're high ticket items, a little bit of money spent on the front end goes a long way. Remember, they trusted you in the first meeting. So again, it, let's say you're a, um, a residential builder. We were talking about builders before. Well, and and you have a contract to build a house for somebody and they're talking to the architect right now. Well, if, I mean, they're going to buy toilets and all sorts of things, maybe 12 months from now, all of those things you want to help them because builders get paid a percentage on everything that they buy through you. So do you want them to buy a $120 toilet or do you want them to buy an $800 toilet? Probably a bunch of $800 toilets because <laughs> a bunch of $800 toilets mean they're putting in four or five bathrooms in that house. People who put four or five bathrooms in that house don't typically go with vinyl floors. So those are all things that come into play. You could do this as a builder. You could do this as a commercial construction. Commercial construction, 90% of the time comes down to bidding. But if you're in commercial construction and you were out in front of an audience of, of entrepreneurs who could build a building, guess what happens? Maybe they hire you without ever going to bid. And that's where you can change your life in terms of profitability as a commercial in commercial construction because if you're bidding, it's like betting, begging for business almost. But all of a sudden you get a client who comes to you and says, wow, Matt, I want you to build my next building for me. Everything we went through in that session is exactly what I'm looking for. Guess what? You're not, you're not shooting for the lowest price. You're just saying, okay, we do cost plus 30% or whatever. No bidding, 
and boom, you build, you're not building spec at that point. You're not building. Right. right. So. And this, this, then we get into, so we talk about speaking engagements and, 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 and how do we get them and how do we find them and that kind of stuff. There's different strategies to do that, right? And if not a speaking engagement, it could be a Zoom presentation or your own Zoom or your own webinar. That reminds me of consistency, right? You're not going to get one and get done. You've got to con- commit to doing five or 10 of these before you're really going to see results. One, because you'll get better at it, right? You'll get better at the speeches. You'll get better at the clothes, but also just getting more and more exposure and more and more comfortable with doing it, right? There's a, uh, a sales training uh, company and they do a, a workshop once a month, right? So here's where the benefits. So now they're doing, a, like you're saying, okay, we got a we got a speaking engagement, but it's my own speaking engagement. And But all his referral sources send the people to that one event. So then there's consistency. I do it on the third Friday of the month. We do a sales presentation on how to get more sales, right? Or how to enhance your sales team. This is a, a, a training program. And then all their centers of influence can send the referrals. Oh, you're interested in sales. You're having trouble with sales. You know, uh, uh, Dave does a, a, a workshop every, the third Friday of every month, right? You can't go this month, you go next month, right? Yeah. Now that could, that could be, it's your own speaking engagement, right? But there's a consistency to that, right? And every time you have a new influx of people, you talked about the builder. I was think, just thinking about that when you're talking about how about a builder can do a, a webinar once a month on the quality of craftsmanship and he could go around and, and, and video record his own houses that he's building, right? There's the workshop. Here's the, how do you tell from a good house from a bad house? And this works the way this works in the online world. Um, I think it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Russell Brunson is what I was thinking. Yeah, Russell Brunson, he does his, his recommendation is you do, uh, you create a PowerPoint presentation of, of sorts, okay, an online presentation, and then you do it once a week for 52 weeks or until you hit a million in sales. So you're taking the same presentation, which is your, ultimately your presentation, and you're going to tweak that, learning what not to say and what to say until you have. So, we're not saying this is for necessarily an online business where it's $99 a month or anything like that. We're, we're, we're talking about high ticket items where you could do this perhaps once a month. And again, same presentation, but you tweak it and you're going to make it better as time goes along because you create the presentation or you hire somebody to pr- create the presentation. How do you do that? Well, if you speak in front of somebody, have somebody video it and then convert it to text and then tweak the text. And that's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, those are tactics, but those are ways, I mean, we're talking about how to grow your business offline and it's a time to start thinking about, because everybody's online right now. That doesn't mean offline stopped working. Face-to-face is still the best way. Still the best, yes. By far the best way of communication because people can read your face. Right. Exactly right. So to kind of wrap this up, episode 101, get more clients with an offline funnel. In this example, we're talking about trying to get a speaking engagement and from a speaking engagement. And anytime you talk to people, you should always have a call to action, right? So your call to actions are maybe a book or a white paper, some sort of lead magnet, you know, a 15 minute strategy session. And then a bigger ask might be, like I said, a 45 minute to an hour profit acceleration session where we can find $100,000 of their business. So the key components is, what do we talk about? We're going to educate them, offer value, help them solve one problem or start to solve a problem, right? So it's easy. It's good. It's what you're good at. It's what you do. But you always got to have the call to action, right? You always got to have a call to action. I like to have three of them. Dean Jackson says have three of them. And then on top of that, you would have follow-up strategy, the drip campaign or, or, or other parts of that, right? So just it just fits right in. But the point being is we're coming 
you know, out of the economy right here, as you set up your plan for next year, 2021, perhaps speaking engagements, if you want to take this back online and do your own webinar Zoom, that's fine. The point is the same. It is talk in front of people, gain credibility, have a call to action. Once there's a call to action, there I have three choices. Boom, boom, boom. How do I follow up with them? And that leads to the conversion, right? So it's leads, means how many at-bats do I get? Then it's conversions. How do I convert the people that I get in front of? And then from that, we start our other, you know, increasing the number of transactions they do and increasing our profit margins and our pricing, right? Goes right back into our, our model that we talked about. And but, if you do this, you will have a great Thanksgiving next year. I can tell you that. <laughs> You'll have I'm, a great Thanksgiving next year. And that's what you're talking about. The getting more clients offline. It's I always, my, my new saying, I started this recently, getting clients is easy. Getting clients is fun, right? Yeah. Getting clients is easy. Getting clients is fun. Business is a system. It's a system that can be learned. Okay. This is the kind of stuff you and I talk about in our mastermind group. The idea of the mastermind group is we come together with, with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow their business and we're coming up with, with issues of, Oh, let's, let's put together a funnel for you and your speaking engagements would be a great way for you to grow your law practice, for you to go your housing practice, your real estate. Right. And so that's what we do in our mastermind group. We're always uh, looking to add, we've got a new group that we're starting up. So, you want to do it, it's a little interview process, Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. If we're a good fit, if you're a good fit, it'd be great. Uh, the idea is, you you know, what is it, Jim Rohn, you, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. You want to hang out with smart, like-minded business people and learn to implement some of these strategies for, for next year, for 2021. Uh, we always say you find us at ProfitabilityMD.com right? Our podcast, Profitability MD, anywhere you find podcasts. And if you're a visual person, you want to see our faces, know, like, and trust us, go to our YouTube channel, the Profitability MD YouTube channel. Matt, we did a great show today. I had a good time. It went fast. Good, man. Well, have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, buddy. Be good. See you. All right. Take care.